Today, I'm sitting with Yolanda Joy, an herbalist who appreciates what the world has to offer in the way of plants and wellness, and continues to learn more from Mother Nature each day. After graduating with a Bachelor of Pharmacy in Australia, she moved to a tiny mountain town in Tuscany, Italy. It was there that she deepened her knowledge and experience in a natural approach to support health with the flora that was readily available in the forest surrounding her home. Yolanda is the founder of the Herbal Circle Community and the host of the annual Herbal Entrepreneur Conference. She's committed to sharing her passion for herbalism with others so that more people can connect to the power of plants and live a more fulfilling life. All right. Thank you, Yolanda, for joining us on the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast. Ah, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for inviting me to come on today. Yes, I must say I really enjoyed um, your Herbal Entrepreneur Conference last year. I felt like, you know, it was the first of its kind. I saw folks in the herbal industry that were doing a variety of different things that I didn't know of before. So it was really educational, eye-opening, inspirational. I took a lot of notes. So I really appreciate you for putting that together. I know you have a, a conference coming up soon, so we'll talk about that later in the show. Um, but I just wanted to give you kudos and shout outs for that because you're the only one that I know doing that, actually creating a summit to bring all of the you know, herbal practitioners and professionals together in this way. So you have, yeah, I really enjoyed doing it. Yeah, you have a background in pharmacy, which I thought was really interesting how, you know, you went to school for pharmacy and now you're into herbalism, you know, which kind of seems like a leap. So (laughs) first I want to understand, like, why did you choose to major in pharmacy? Yeah, well, um, because they do sound like pretty different, like pharmacy and um, herbalism sound different. But for me, it's actually the core is quite similar because like you say, the reason I decided to study pharmacy was um, for two reasons. Like one, I liked chemistry at school. It was my favorite subject. And um, two, I wanted to help people. So I thought um, putting the two together, I could help people with my love of chemistry by... um, yeah, <laughs> understanding how the drugs work and the the body side of things and stuff like that. But um, yeah, the as I went through, I think like my, what I wanted to do and what I was able to do within pharmacy, there was a bit of conflict there and that's where it kind of um, progressed a little bit, I, I guess you could say. So like, I, I found it was very linear, the, the studying of pharmacy in terms of like, if this happens, do this and all of these rules, which they need to be there. They need to be, um, we need to have those rules um, in medical professions for, um, to back up why we say something <laughs> like mm-hmm. the, you need to have a reason why you recommend something for like legal stuff. But um, I just found it wasn't enough personalized and there's so much more you can do with that, which kind of brought me in a little bit and to the natural side of things but yeah I think we'll get into that later on but it was to do with moving around the world and different experiences as well when I really got more interested in herbalism. I see so you didn't really come from like a naturopathic family if pharma drugs was like okay and that was going to be your career is that kind of like yeah basically um yeah I, I grew up in a pretty standard family my dad was a farmer and my mom was a teacher but stay mm-hmm. at home while we were growing up I was one of five children and um the then yeah like I was 
I studied pharmacy to become a pharmacist. I think mm-hmm. that the main turning point for me really was um, uh, of deviating off the the normal path, I guess, was meeting my husband who um, was, uh, well, is Italian and um, he <laughs> didn't really enjoy living in Australia that much. So mm-hmm. we uh, decided to try out some different places we lived in China for around five months while he was studying there and we ended up moving to Italy mm-hmm. and um living here and it was this was just after I graduated in pharmacy and I like had all the theory and yeah all of my friends went to start their normal career as a pharmacist so that was like definitely the plan was to, to become a pharmacist mm-hmm. um but then coming to Italy, my degree wasn't actually recognized and I couldn't just start working as a pharmacist also mm. because of the language barrier, but I, I couldn't. So I um, was kind of like, what do I do? What, what can I, how can I make the most of the skills that I do have? And so what I ended up doing was I started a blog around um, how medicines work. And that was mainly just to keep my knowledge up and keep on going. Um, so that if I ever wanted to get a job as a pharmacist again in the future, mm-hmm. I could. That was like the reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. But as I did it, I was really enjoying um, the theory of how stuff uh, works. And because um, the, the uh, yeah, the website was all around medicines and how they work. Mm-hmm. And eventually it started ranking in Google and a lot of people started um, seeing my, my content and were asking questions about... Um, how they can find natural methods of in, instead of using medications. So as an example, I wrote a lot of uh, blog posts about blood pressure medications. And mm-hmm. so here's this, I just explained how they work in easy terms because so that is something that I um, do enjoy doing. And so people were reading me, my, my articles around how it works and then um, basically most of these people didn't want to be taking the medications and that's why they were asking the, these questions and so then they um found my blog post and were just asking them are there natural ways are there ways to um naturally control blood pressure and that started got me thinking and then there was like several other things as well like I um uh like it was just a general a gradual progression as I moved into like that more like people wanted to know it. And then mm-hmm. I started researching and then the, um, the interest kind of peaked for me. I see. But like the, the huge big, big difference for me was uh, actually moving to the town where I live now. And um, yeah, cause both my husband and I didn't have like in-person jobs. And so we moved to um, a tiny town about an hour out of Florence in Italy. And um, that was, a huge turning point for me in terms of I just love this town the plants just really started to speak to me and I wanted to learn about how they work and how um how you can use them and, and more about them like I'd um if for me it was just really different coming from Australia where at least where I grew up in Australia it's very dry and barren kind of like the the plants there and coming here and just seeing like yarrow and St. John's wort and elder and all of these plants is growing freely in the wild all around where I was. It was just so interesting. I'd read about these plants in like the books that I grew up reading. And then I was able to, um, yeah, just pick them and start to work out like how they work. And it was just really my interest just grew and grew and grew from there. Yeah, that's cool. That's really interesting. Um, 
specifically like the first point you studied pharmacy school in Australia like you went to pharmacy school in Australia right but then you moved to Italy and they didn't recognize mm -hmm. it so I'm assuming that like every country like did you ever find out like what exactly wouldn't work for them like in terms of like why they couldn't take your pharmacy education and make that work yep yeah, I did. I, I, I looked into all of that. Um, uh, so if I wanted to, it mm -hmm. would be possible for me to become a pharmacist here without doing a whole pharmacy degree. But the main difference is that um, or the main thing holding me back was that I've done like four years of theory, but I haven't done my one year of intern practical mm. um uh, in Australia so I'm not a full pharmacist in Australia I've just done the four years of theory and I haven't done um the final intern year and so if I had people? done that I still wouldn't have been able to do it I would have had like I would have had to go back like the easiest way for me to be a pharmacist in Italy is to go back and do that year and then come back here and do a couple more exams and stuff to prove that my education is the same um, if I want to do it just from here, like, and cause um, that was what we were trying to do. My husband and I, the aim was to kind of be in Italy and not in Australia. Um, yeah. there's a lot more exams to do, but at the point where I was, where I just, I'd done all the theory of pharmacy and I was kind of frustrated with like what I was saying, that linear, um, tree of decision-making and just like not the emphasis on the person mm -hmm. it was, I was kind of happy to take a step back and I was just writing a blog and babysitting like teaching English to kids in Florence for like I did that for six months and I was honestly happy to do that mm -hmm. because it was just giving me the space to think about other stuff and work out what I wanted to do and um that was what set me on a new path that I'm really glad that I did take because now I, I would not like to work as a pharmacist at all. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about that mental shift, right? So basically you're writing this blog about pharmaceutical drugs. Your audience is the one asking you for natural, you know, methods to achieve these goals. And you move into this area where you're surrounded by all of this medicinal plants right so what what was the mental switch for you that was like okay I will never go back to pharmacy yeah the because at that point I still wasn't sure probably like the um the point was when I realized that I could make it work without being a pharmacist like so it was probably a few years later mm -hmm. when I was um you know like I make enough for our whole family to um to survive we have a pretty low cost of living okay like yeah. we, we live in a little tiny town and we mainly stay at home we have a very um frugal lifestyle but the point is I get to spend the majority of my day with my husband and my kids at home doing what I want I have my little experiments I have like I can do what I want and like I enjoy what I do now online and um helping people like that, that's what I do I get to learn about chemistry stuff I get to play outside and I get to help people like it's awesome so like I I wouldn't want to have those um restrictions of a full-time job where I have to go to a specific place and do that like now I just have so much flexibility and I just get to play but playing 
is my job like that's Mm -hmm. wonderful for me so that it was more like realizing ah I can play for a living I'll do that I I don't want to be a pharmacist anymore (laughs) yeah yeah and and you found I would I would assume the pharmacological uh background and education was really helpful into fully understanding and dissecting the herbs and explaining it to people from a different perspective which I think is very valuable to folks majority of the people are used to pharmaceutical drugs and they trust that uh, medical system. So to come from that aspect and embrace herbs and their natural healing abilities, um, I think is, is really helpful for the industry too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think so. And like, it is really important to um, think about the fact that like, um, because from my perspective, pharmacy and herbs are not one or the other. Like there mm-hmm. really is a place for both. And um, having that background, it, it does like, I mean, first of all, the, the body, the stuff that I learned about the body is the same. So having that background, that base is wonderful to work from. Mm-hmm. But then beyond that, like just understanding the interactions, why they interact. Like I did a lot of study on like the enzymes and um, the different like kind of why the interactions happen and so that just really helps to piece together the like why you can take something or some things you can take even though they do interact it just means the dose needs to be changed and things like that but uh, like just having that background understanding is good but yeah just knowing that it's not bad one or the other they can work together like it's um because it's not that I'm against pharmacy now like I um still think there's a place for both but it's Mm -hmm. just um they can work together and that's an important piece of the puzzle I see great thank you for clarifying that so you have the next herbal entrepreneur conference coming up in just a couple weeks so what's your goal for the summit this year yeah well I have a lot of goals. <laughs> I love running the event festival. The, um, the reason I actually started the conference in the beginning was because, um, yeah, like my interest for herbalism was growing and um, I wanted to start an herbal business, but I had the um, the skills to put it, to put the conference together because of I, um, that's what I had been doing as well online. I was uh, working with putting together online conferences. Mm-hmm. Um and the reason I did it the first one was because I wanted to uh, start that herbal business and I wanted to be able to learn from people who had already done it so that I could make my own journey easier. Mm-hmm. And that kind of that theme still exists. So it's um, this year is actually the in 2021. It's the third annual one. We, I, oh, my wow. first one was 2019 and 2020. And yeah, this one here is the third one. And um uh yeah like this year my my goals are to reach more people and really give that message that it's possible to that it is possible to put together your business and show how other people have done it and so this year I've actually asked um more people to speak on specific areas of uh running an herbal business so we've got like um people from different, all the different pathways. So I, I, in the conference, I break it down into the five different pathways that people can follow, even though people can follow more than one pathway at once or like a mixture of what they want to. But um, there's like people who grow herbs, people who um, make herbal formulations, people who sell herbs in a shop and um, 
people who teach about herbs. So it's like um, workshops and things like that and a clinical herbalist. And so like practicing clinical herbalists. Um, and so those like five areas, we've got speakers talking about each of those. And so the, the main goal is really to um, show people who want to follow one of these pathways or a few of these pathways, how it can be done and give them the, the, the tools to help them get there. And that's what like I'm really focusing on for this year's conference is around uh, making it as practical as possible. So like drawing out those parts that people do well and sharing how, like what the secret sauce is, how, how that actually comes about so that um, other people can do it too. Because like coming together as a profession of herbalists is just so important if we want to grow um, as a whole community mm-hmm. and um, sharing what we're doing and uh, yeah, just having that, that community amongst us is so important. And that's, that's what the goal of the conference is for me is just to, um, to bring the community of herbalists together so that we can share our stories and all move up and have a greater impact together. That is really um, what I want to do with it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's cool. And I, I just feel like for, you know, from my personal perspective as just, you know, a citizen <laughs> in America specifically, uh, I've never been to Italy. I've never been to Australia, but I feel like our medical system, the, the first response is chemical drugs. And I just wish there was more of an infusion of, of this, like with an, an homage, like, you know, pay homage to the fact that you know, the, the basis of Advil came from white willow bark, like you, the herbs was the foundation of this, you know, and they still work and the, they don't have the side effects that, that these drugs have. And if, if our doctors and, and pharmacists had that knowledge as a whole, I just feel like, um, the damage done to people would be so much less. The toxic load would be so much less. Like, that's why I just love your story about how you were talking about this thing and it was the audience that requested this information, which just shows that the consciousness level of people, you know, globally is really shifting. You know, we, we, we want to, we know their options. We want to learn all those options. And I really appreciate you for bringing this conference together because it really showcases how people are bringing herbalism to the next level. Like I I saw some entrepreneurs who are making it look very fun, very glam and like, you know, just like like a lifestyle brand, but through herbs, you know, Um, which is really interesting to me because the herbalist that I've been exposed to before was, it's not that way. So it's it's really cool to just see the kaleidoscope of herbal entrepreneurs um, through your conference. So thank you. So how can oh, how can uh, folks find you online? I know we'll have the link to the summit, right? You'll make that available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's honestly what I would recommend um, going to. So just herbalentrepreneur.com. The, and yeah, seeing as we're going live at the moment, it should be like 
the conference should be the <laughs> front and main center on the homepage at the moment, because that's like really the main thing that happens at this yeah. time of year. But um, yeah, if you're listening to the replay, there'll be something else you can opt in for on the homepage or whatever, but like there's always bits and pieces going on, but um, herbalentrepreneur.com is where you would be wanting to go to opt in for the, the conference. And um, yeah, like the, just how it works if people are interested in attending, it's completely free to attend and um, it's going to be running in the last week of March, Monday to Friday. And um, basically, yeah, you, you attend and then you will get emails each day with the links to attend the sessions. We're gonna have over 20 uh, herbalists speaking this year with different, um, uh, topics like I said the different pathways and you can choose what you want to listen into like it's free throughout the whole week to listen to the different sessions and then um, there's an optional upgrade to the VIP pass if you want lifetime access but honestly like just the free event is awesome in itself so mm -hmm. I like come along and experience it we've got a community and that's like um, fun to to connect with other people and just see what's going on so definitely uh sign up and see how it goes. But that's the best place is herbalentrepreneur.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at herbal underscore entrepreneur. And yeah, that's basically it. But awesome. yeah, thank you so much for having me on today. I um, really enjoy talking about this and um, yeah, just love the opportunity to connect with other herbalists and uh, people who want to start a plant-based business.